Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. wrestling finally there is a podcast on the internet about professional wrestling i am your co-host mr luke jacanetti would like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to our show tonight and i am joined as always by my two uh, cohorts in crime uh, we podcast using the Freebird rule exclusively uh first you know uh coming from the the mean street of hanover mass <laughs> The hair metal hero, Chris Tyler. I'm here live. We're all here live. Live via simulation over the internet for you old school Two True Freaks fans. And uh, hailing from the uh, mean subdivision in Brewster, New York, my brother, Mr. Jason Giaconetti. My God, my God. I'm stuck <laughs> the damn man. <laughs> my God. There's a moron at home saying he knows how to fall. Hey, what's up, folks? Oh my god! Oh god! Uh, yeah, yeah. So we are we are back here on on get back to the wrestling. It's uh, you know this uh, we're we're not necessarily the most frequent show. We're not like Monday Night Raw where we're on every week. We're more like remember that that, that couple of months when Impact might show or might not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's more the speed we operate at here. It's, it's it's not that we didn't intend to be. It's just sometimes life you know gets in the way. You know, kind of thing and slows things down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's what I, I'll put it this way, though. I guarantee you this. Uh, unlike Monday Night Raw, which never delivers, when we're here, we're giving it our all, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine having to be like, uh, to having to work? Like, I don't, I don't mean like, you know, you're sitting at home watching Monday Night Raw. Can you imagine like you worked on Monday Night Raw? You have to watch that shit. Like, <laughs> 
Like you imagine, like like you couldn't just like, oh shit, I'm gonna fast forward, Vince. No, no, you're watching that. Yeah, you're, yeah. We're sorry, we're live, pal. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. There's no fast forward. You're stuck with this. Oh no. Oh, no. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking like Jr. and Sid. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there is no, no, we're live. There is no redoing this. <laughs> Cut, take it over. No, we're live, buddy. We gotta go. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. But uh, that actually is uh, kind of a good segue because, uh, as as is unfortunately somewhat common in the, in the wrestling biz, we do have to uh, talk about uh, a wrestling personality that we lost um, just this week as we we're recording this. Uh, very very sad news to hear about the uh, the rather relatively sudden death of, G- of Mean Gene Okerlund uh, this week. I believe he was seventy six years old. Yeah. Um, information coming out today that this is from complications due to a fall that uh, Gene suffered uh, last month and that he had been uh, pretty badly hurt in a fall at his home, and this was complications from that. So um, very, very sad news. You know, we we've uh, we do this a lot and talking about wrestling, but, you know, the thing about, about Gene is that no matter what era you were watching wrestling, you knew Gene Okerlund for something, whether it was in the AWA or... Uh, you know, with, with the rise of the WWF in the 80s or the rise of WCW and Monday Nitro in the 90s, Gene Oakland was such an iconic part of the American professional wrestling scene that, you know, it, it's, you know, mean Gene, everybody knows that whether you, you know, if, if, if you know, if you do, everybody knows Hulk Hogan and thus everybody knows mean Gene Oakland. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, obviously it's a shame anytime anyone passes away, but, you know, Gene Oakland, um, was just such a, uh, you know, because he was never physical. He never was in the ring. He was never, you know, it wasn't like he ever wrestled anybody. Uh, you know, it wasn't like, well, that one time, you know, kind of thing. Like they had the thing where he, Gene was teamed with Hulk Hogan or whatever kind of thing as part of a skit. But it was, he was never, Gene Oakland was never an in-ring, um, you know, you never, he was never a wrestler who transitioned out. He wasn't like Gorilla Monsoon or something like that. Where you can say, oh, I remember when he used to wrestle. He was always the interviewer, but he was, so good on the mic and he was like um you know the way he uh his his reactions to things and like even when when um things like when uh when when things would go wrong and he would just like put that cigarette out like like whatever like (laughs) you know like like he he he, he, there was no bullshit there it was just it was so real and he had real reactions and and uh um it just became i think a lot of uh there were there was a lot of people who not honestly initially tried to copy him, but like were inspired when they were trying to do interviews to do Gene Oakland, you know, kind of thing. And, um, he, he touched a lot of people, uh, with the way his, his interview style was the way he presented himself, the way he was on screen, um, you know, and, and always the little, uh, some of the double entendre stuff, you know, kind of thing, uh, you know, where, um, where he's just like, what, like, what was that Gene? Like, oh, nothing, you know, kind of thing. Like, and like well, you know, and, um, you know, and, and it was great. And I think that's one of the things looking back that we can, uh, whether it's, you know, whether it's as simple as like the commercial for Toys R Us where, with the road warriors in the, Oh in the my aisle, gosh. Yes. Um, or, you know, just Gene Oakland being on there or Gene Oakland with Vanna White, you know, just kind of yep. like been Bob Euchre and things like that. It's just <laughs> so good. So, but you know, Gene will be sadly missed. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the shame is too, and, and Luke mentioned this is that it seems like, and it, and again, I know you're like, well, you guys aren't here every single week, like, but it seems like far too often we are talking about um, in the wrestling business 
the passing or the you know the the un, you know something you know happening with people who are part of our youth. Uh, I mean, think about it. We look back at what WrestleMania four, right? The tournament. We talked about half of those people aren't with us anymore. More than half of them aren't yeah. with us anymore. Right. Yeah. And it's just so hard when you think about that because I don't think of that being that long ago. And I know you're like, oh man, but it was. But it's like it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no. Right. You know. What I'm I don't want to think about it being a long time ago. But <laughs> it's maybe, old. But I'm saying, but even then, if you look back at like a sport, let's say you were talking about, I don't know, um, professional football from that year, right? It wasn't, you know, they, there are plenty of guys who are still alive and, you know, not they're not playing anymore, but they're not all passed away. And it wasn't like a lot of these guys died recently, you know, kind of thing. It depends on what you're, you're looking at. I mean, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, you know, Carl Gotch and, uh, you know, George Hackenschmidt, you know, kind of thing. Like I'm talking about, you know, Hogan and Andre and like, you know, the one man gang and guys like that. I mean, those, these are you know, Mr. Perfect and like, you know, kind of thing like not that one man gang has passed away, but I'm saying like, you know, but like yeah. these guys, like, I mean, we're not talking about these are names that are still names that, you know, it's not like you have to dig way back. It's not like, right. you, it's not like you have to go like get the history of wrestling out to figure out who we're talking about. We're talking about guys who are commonplace names, you know, Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth, you know, think mm-hmm. about, you know, I mean, as it is, I mean, Ted DiBiase is still with us, but. You know, it's like, you know, we're not talking about like, you know, it's, it's, it's DiBiase and, and Savage in the main event there. And when it's all right. done at the end of the day, you pick it up Miss Elizabeth and who's in the ring is Gene Oakland. And, you know, who's the referee? It's Joey Morella. And who's that, you know, or Dave Hebner and, and whatever, you know, guys like that. So anyway, so, yeah. but yeah. But, well, you know, that's that is unfortunately yeah. part of it. But, you know, we are here to celebrate wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that, that's what this show is about. So uh, we will uh, always remember Mean Gene. And, uh, you know, what's funny is that a uh, little peek behind the curtain, little fourth wall action here for Christmas, which just passed. Uh, Jay was kind enough to get uh, a ring and some guys to start the fig fed for my two boys. <laughs> and my younger, my younger son, he got the Bash at the Beach 96 Team WCW set which is Randy Savage, Sting, and the Total Package, Lex Luger, all wearing the Sting makeup. It is a fantastic set. It is. And so they were asking me, well, what, what was Bash at the Beach? And I was like, oh, ba- <laughs> Bash at the Beach 96 was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Well, who's, who's in the ring with Hogan getting as Hogan's getting showered with trash? Gene Okerlund. Right. And he's the <laughs> only guy that could do that bit because he was the only guy there in the company besides Bobby Heenan that had the history with Hogan in yeah. WWF at yeah. that point. And so that that alone, just that little bit of sending Gene Okerlund out there, how much did that put over and start the New mm. World Order on the right foot to be yeah. this major, <laughs> you know? So a little more peek behind the curtain. Uh, for Christmas, Haley did not get a lot of wrestlers this year. Last year, she got a lot of wrestlers. Um, I actually gave Dad a wrestler to give her. And what wrestler did I give Dad was the Gene Okerlund uh, it, it was crazy. We opened it the the, the day that um, you know, she opened it for Christmas, and I was. Uh, um, it, he comes with he comes in the blue jacket, and you can actually change out the, for the red jacket with the red arms. Um, it was the Gene Oakland Elite figure. It is, mm, it is a great wow. figure. It is now. I'm sure it's super rare now. Oh but yeah. What I'm saying is, I had that thing sitting in my closet. I, I picked it up at Walmart for Haley one day, and I said, "Oh man, I got Dad give this to her." And she was so excited because she now had another interviewer. She goes, oh, I have Mean Gene. So now Mean Gene can interview people along with uh, Renee Young in her, in her fig fed because my daughter has a crate of a you know an actual <laughs> storage bin full of wrestlers. She has more wrestlers yes. on her ro- ro- roster than WWE does. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to believe. But she uses them better, though, so she, yeah, yeah, Her yeah. booking is far better. Uh, you know, so. no, nobody ever nobody ever brought a sign to Couch Wrestling Federation says who books this crap. Yeah, so you know, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, I mean, I mean, it is it is a little predictable at times. Um, sometimes Daddy has to step in and kind of help. You know, like, well, can Daddy make a suggestion here? Maybe John Cena doesn't need to win every match. Yes, um, he does. Well, he eventually <laughs> will. But uh, what happened was we had to make sure we had the heat. We have to get, we have to get the heat yeah, on somebody else. Yeah, got to put else. the heat on him. Yeah, <laughs> Cena, you know, Cena, Cena needed to get the heat. So the, the shield had to be in there. And then Brock Lesnar had to come. And we had Lesnar suplex John Cena, um, you know, over and over again, which actually happened in real life. And I said to yes. her, I said, you're going to have to get some heat on Cena. So when he gets the belt back, she's like, okay. Well, she then makes the decision to not put the belt back on Cena, but keep the belt on Lesnar. And then Cena and Roman Reigns, who Roman's one of the biggest heels in the whole thing here, along with the Shield, she's like, "Oh, well, we can get this belt on him." And I'm like, "Look at this, like actual booking." Um, <laughs> you know, sorry. So it's, it's so funny. Um, and again, I don't know. Uh, I know Luke listens to it, and I, I was just Luke. I was just had mentioned Luke. We were listening to the other day. Uh, we were list- I was listening to the Hasbro episode. Of, um, yes, you know from uh, from Zach. major wrestling, the major wrestling figure podcast yeah. from uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Right, and it, it, was, it was all the Hasbro toys, and we realized that we didn't have nearly as many from the later line because we were just too old and stuff like that. But they kept playing the commercials during that throughout there, and the commercials are so close, it's most of the real thing, you know, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> but it's so so funny those commercials. Um, you know, and again, it's Jesse Van Body Ventura on those commercials. But if you think back to the old yeah. commercials for the old uh, the old LJN big rubber wrestlers, you know, and mean jeans on those commercials way back in the day, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Like I totally remember the Hulk Hogan. Like, oh, it's Hulk Hogan. And it's like, yeah, common brother. You know, like he's ripping the shirt. So was- and I remember the one I always remember with that on the LJN commercials was Jimmy Snooker jumping off the kid's yes. couch, yes. <laughs> which is, it's just, it's, it's like, it's one of those, you know, it's like your moment of Zen type yes. of situation. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny how these things all kind of tie together. And, um, yeah. you know, it, it, as, as Luke said, you know, I, I, I kind of started, you know, spurring on a fig fed in his house, uh, which I'm totally <laughs> OK with. And, you know, there may or may not be two more guys showing up in a day or two to his house that I think are very important to, uh, you know, putting the fig fed more, you know, spinning the wheels of who needs to be there. Um, and no, it's, no one wants to use a revival in their fig fed, Jay. I've told you this. Oh, and no, I told you it's this. not, it's not the revival, <laughs> although I use a revival. The revival was a big game. Why am I not surprised um, that you use the revival in the fig Haley fed? Haley loves the revival. Are you kidding me? Um, but the yeah. AOP showed up, and that's a problem because um, in, in – Oh, in, that, yeah, the new AOP elites. They, wear, they got their gear and stuff, yeah. don't they? Oh, well, yeah. We, we, have, we have the original AOPs. That's, we have the NXT ah. versions. Um, okay. Before they had that, so the and they showed up, and and the revival was super over, and then the AOP showed up. But the problem is, in our fig fed, we also have the Road Warriors and the Wild Samoans, <laughs> so it is really hard to get over in our fig fed um, because the Road Warriors pretty much run things, and and Haley is a hundred percent behind that because she's met Road Warrior Animal and she loves him. Yeah. She thinks he's super cool because he talked to her and ignored an entire line of twenty people. And we didn't buy anything from him. And she thought that was super cool. And then she realized that, like, wait, this is the same Road Warrior? Because I have the I have the, the actual – I have the old AWA Road Warriors, and we've now switched them out to use the actual Road Warriors for, that are the right scale. She goes, this is the same guys as – oh, I love those. Old. She loves the old Remco figures. We have extra Remco figures laying around. 
that we just wrestle with sometimes when we don't get the whole fig fed out. And she's like, oh, make Ric Flair. Like, Rick, she, she has Ric Flair. She has, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Who's that? Nick Bockwinkle. We have our own version of the Horseman. We have, yeah, it's... <laughs> It is deep. It is deep, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, you know, <laughs> no, that's, that's like, quite all right. Wow. No, well, I mean, the thing that I, the, well, the thing that was funny is after we opened up the, the all the figs that you got them, and yeah. I put the ring together, um, I got out. I had found a lot of my old guys, and I gave just to have a few extra guys hmm. in the, you know, just just to have a few more guys to work. I gave them my a Jack's basic JBL mm-hmm. and a um, a Jack's. Uh, uh, led, uh, what do they call them? Classics. Yeah. Um, uh, million Dollar Man. Yes, yes, yeah. And and so my son teamed him up, and I'm like, that's a perfect team. They're both the rich oh, guys. Yeah. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. They're that's their gimmick. They're the Million Dollar Man and JBL. So they're they're the Million Dollar Cowboys, is what they're nicknamed. Oh, are. that's awesome. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, the the actually uh, Luke's younger younger son got the 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 three pack because I I had seen that at Walmart, and I was like, oh my god, I have to get this, and they had them on clearance, and I was like. Because they had the, they had the shield three pack and they had that three pack and I said no no we're getting them because we're getting them bash the beach and Al Haley was there for part of that and then she goes well who else are you getting them I go well I have the heart foundation they're blue already I said we have to get him one more guy and it's Dolph Ziggler so I was like oh that totally could work Dolph Ziggler could team up with the heart foundation against yeah. Sting and Luger and Savage like that was my entire thing and Haley's like oh yeah that took totally work because Haley yeah. originally was saying why don't we get them the Macho King and I'm like no 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 Haley you can't have Macho Man on both teams. As much as he might be the best worker, right? You know, kind of thing. Hey, we can't have on both teams. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 you know, it's funny because those are things that Luke and I, for years and years and years, did. You know, um, when we had the old AWA ring, and then eventually when that broke down, I had the old uh, before I had got the new ring for the Hasbro guys. I used to use a pillow just as a ring, you know, just yeah. have a whatever. And I mean, how many times did we watched the same. Royal Rumble over and over and over and over again. And I did this, I did a Royal Rumble like daily for, you know, and it just became part of your life. And it's, it's funny. It's funny. Um, and I, and I don't mean funny, haha, funny, I mean, funny, just strange when people who I don't think should have any connection to wrestling or any of that stuff that we do, um, you know, talk about, um, people that I'm friends with and stuff like that, maybe that, you know, aren't wrestling fans. But then something happens, and all of a sudden they come out of the woodwork like, oh, my God, I watched wrestling when I was a kid. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah you did. Because everyone kind of did, you know, kind of thing. Like, you know, Gene Oakland's passing was a big thing uh, you know, across Sports Center and Bleacher Report and TMZ and, like, a lot of these places. Well, yeah, the guys who run that stuff are our age. Yeah, of course they did, you know, kind of thing. And people who I went to high school with, like – girls who who are not into sports at all and they're like oh my god i used to watch wrestling with my dad i remember gene oakland i remember Hulk Hogan. i'm like oh yeah of course because that makes sense you know we were five and six and seven and eight years old yeah that was part of you know it's part of what it was and it was and and to be part of mainstream so um but yeah and and you know the other stuff that goes with it and and it's just it's it is weird at times to me i find that stuff weird because i don't think about that stuff because it's part of my life you know, just like, oh, it's just part of who I am, you know, kind of thing. And then you realize, like, oh, yeah, it's part of these other people's lives, too. So, um, yep. but, yeah, um, you know, I know I know we, we got we have we have we do have stuff, to, other stuff to talk about uh, here. Um, but, you know, uh, just great, fun stuff. If if anyone is interested, though, and I did say this, to Luke, the Hasbro episode, um, if if you've never heard Zack Ryder and uh, and um, um, 
Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. I couldn't call him Brian because that's his name, right? But it's AKA, you know, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. Yes. You know, (laughs) if you've never heard them talk about uh, figures and stuff like that, uh, the Hasbro episode is really good. Uh, And if you had any of those, it will take you back immediately. You'll be like, oh my. And and then what will happen is you want to scratch that itch. And all of a sudden, you will be on eBay and on yeah. other things. Because um, I'm yeah. not saying I was. I better not listen then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, somebody made a comment because they, they read the iTunes reviews and the major wrestling figure podcast. I, I'm not. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm always willing to put over another good. That that show is amazing. Yeah. It, it, it comes out every Friday. It's fantastic. One one of their iTunes reviews said the most expensive free podcast you'll ever listen yeah. to. <laughs> put it this way. So so like they're they're talking about this book they're using. So I start like kind of like, well, what book is this? And I'm looking around, and there's a book that I guess there was a Kickstarter that I missed, but it's like fifty dollars for the book to order now or something like that. And I'm like, oh, do I want to spend fifty bucks on this? And you know, and it's from England, and I'm like, okay. Then I'm looking, I'm like, oh, there's one on iTunes, and there's like a 400 page book that covers all these different wrestling things, and it's like not iTunes, excuse me, on Amazon on the Kindle, and I'm like, oh, I'll buy it for like seven bucks, and it's not available. So like. I actually am like, I put it on a list and I'm like checking, I'm like trying different ways around it. Can I get a copy of it? Like, why? But because <laughs> there's talk about it. And I'm like, man, I really want like this. It's just, if you just start scratching that itch, you're like, uh, do I really want to go? Because downstairs on my shelf, I have. And they're like, well, they're talking about the Eligante figure. Well, I have the Eligante figure. They're talking <laughs> about like my wrestlers that are on my shelf displayed downstairs. You know, uh, I mean, I have the, I have guys from TNA. I've got whatever. I'm going to have Samoa Joe with the NWA title. I have this. I have that. And I'm like, but like when there were only was a Samoa Joe that was only available from TNA. Well, I had the NBA title. I have the Kurt Angle. I have all these different things. And I'm like, and they're right next to the, the, you know, I have a couple LJN figures left. Um, you know, I've got Jesse Ventura. I have, a uh, you know, Randy Savage, but I have a, a bunch of those Hasbro figures that were not where some of our, our originals and some that we've gotten over the years, like the Jim, the Anvil, Neidhart, wearing the, you know, the new foundation, new foundation, yeah. and things like that. I mean, I don't have any of the, the ones that are worth like you know six and seven and eight hundred dollars but those guys are so cool and that's just like just having like i have a couple of ted DiBiase's there you know and luke has a ted DiBiase. i know it right you yep. think, yeah kind of i've thing. got i've got i've got i've got uh DiBiase version two in the green with the million dollar stomp mm-hmm. you know to go with my irs who has the same action which is fantastic yes isn't that just like money incorporated to stomp on you when you're down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and you look at and like you and on you know and you have you know, everyone has their, you know, their guys they had and whatever. And you have, it's just, it's just cool to have them there. And I know some people look at that and they're like, oh, okay, who cares? And I'm like, wait, who cares? Is, you know, everyone's got their thing, whatever their yeah. thing might be, um, you know, kind of thing. My thing just happens to, you know, tend to be made of plastic, you know, and, and <laughs> on a shelf, you know, kind of thing. So, but, but. You're joking that somewhere. I'll leave it alone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I know, I know there is, but I'm saying it, it's just, it's, but it's funny though. Like people don't, I, I've said this, and I said this to Luke, and, and Dad has heard this too. I will say things, um, and people look at me like I'm out of my mind. Like I have paint all over my, like on my leg, because I wear, I, I paint, and I'm painting models and stuff like that. I will use my thigh or my hand as my, like where I work off of, right? And I, my, my oncologist is like, one day I was working on um, pus and blood for a kid I was working on, and I had pus and blood all over my leg. And he goes, <laughs> Oh my God, what happened to your leg? And I go, Oh no, it's paint. He goes, oh, my God, it looks like it's blood and pus. I go, oh, it looks good, right? And, like, my dad is just shaking his head at me. And I'm like, no, it looks great, right? Doesn't this look like real pus and blood? I am really working this up. He goes, why is it on your leg? I go, oh, 
I'm doing a model kit, and I, you can just see my oncologist just glaze over because he could give two fucks about what I'm talking about, right? Um, because it's not cancer, right? So anything, he's like, you know, uh, but but I'm, I wish I was joking because he knows we do a podcast. I was like, well, wow, I was talking the other day, and I didn't cough once. We did that, and I did a podcast. He goes, all right, you've mentioned the podcast now twice. What do you do? I go, oh, and I start talking about it, and you just see him, like, completely not care. And I'm like – Yeah, well, yeah. again, you know, it's like we say, when a podcaster who does CrossFit and mines Bitcoin yeah. and is vegan, well, but I, but I, what I, do they tell you about first? I mean, well, the problem was I wasn't trying to tell him about the podcast, but he was asking me about my coughing. <laughs> he was asking me about am I having a hard time breathing. I said, no, I'm having no problem breathing. He's like, well, do you have a hard time you're teaching? I said, well, I didn't start teaching yet. Because I wasn't doing summer school. Like, he's asking me direct questions. I'm answering his questions. So he said, well, uh, what else? I go, well, Dad and I did, you know, two and a half hours of podcasting the other day. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I didn't cough once. And Dad's like, yeah, no, he didn't cough once. I'm trying to give him answers to questions he's asking. But the problem is sometimes you ask questions you don't know you want those answers always to. And then the answer comes and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't want that. And I'm like, okay, I don't really care because I just don't care. It's like, I'm not going to subscribe to your podcast. Yeah. Let's move yeah. along. Like, so. He's like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, like or, yeah. I'm like, you'll love the wrestling one. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, that, hey, put it this way. I had doctors walk into my room and, you know, again, the four or five channels that were not either in Spanish or about shaken baby syndrome or how to like, you know, access the whatever at the hospital that I got in my room. I, I was sitting there playing Go Fight Pow, the official game, you know, of the, you know, get back to the wrestling. Um, in, I'm sitting there on my bed playing this game and I have a uh, YouTube video on of like wrestling, probably WWA because, Hey, why not go for high class, you know, yeah. uh, you know, wrestling that lasted all of like what five pay-per-views, right. With Jeff Jarrett and stuff like that. Um, and they come in, they're like, Oh, you're playing that game again. And I'm like, I'm sitting in my room bothering nobody. What do you care what I'm doing? Right. I'm not, I'm not the guy across the hall who's ordering 12 lunches or the woman who thinks it's 1930. Like I'm seriously bothering <laughs> nobody playing my game. It doesn't matter to you. You're here. I stopped rolling the die. I answer your questions. Cancer didn't all of a sudden leave me. Yes. I haven't eaten in 60 straight hours. Can I have a burger? No, thanks. I'll just sit here and play my game, you know, but to them, it's like, Oh, that's so below them. Well, you might've gone home that night and opened a bottle of wine. That's below me. Like, I don't see me judging you. Do you? Thanks, Susan. I don't need this shit, you know, kind of thing. No, no, it would have been a Karen. It's always oh, Karen. a Karen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's <laughs> actually, thanks, Julie. I don't need this shit from you. Thanks a lot. You know, kind of thing. So yeah, it is using Karen, but anyway, See, right. Karen, I just, picked, I just picture Karen Jarrett and yes. that just takes on a whole oh, new weird dimension. Yeah. That. That's a, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand, Kurt. Oh, my God, Karen. <laughs> or Jeff Jarrett's son running around in his underwear. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, no. It, was, it, made, it made more sense than half the rest of the show. It so. did, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Impact not making sense. <clears throat> never. So, yeah. Well, anyway. All right. Well, okay. So, I think today um, we're going to be taking a look at the, uh, the mailbag and doing some feedback. Our bulging sack. And, Bold uh, sack. And uh, if you would like to get in touch with Get Back to the Wrestling, you can email us at getbacktotherestling at yahoo.com. That's getbacktotherestling at yahoo.com. We can also be found on Facebook. Just search for our group, which is appropriately called Get Back to the Wrestling. And we can also find us on Twitter at GBTTW Podcast. That's GBTTW Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, we are not on Instagram, so feel free to ignore us over there. Well, I hashtag yeah. everything I do. Anytime I do anything with our stuff, uh, I hashtag 
get back to wrestling. Um, get back to wrestling podcast. Like, like I, ta- I hashtag that the N1C mafia hashtag is out there. Twitter. I hashtag that on Facebook. I hashtag, I hashtag that on Instagram and stuff. Um, depending on what we're doing, like I'll put this up on Instagram every once in a while, but it's just under my personal account, which is Jason Giaconetti. So, um, but yeah, reach out folks. We love to hear from you. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I'm hoping at some point someone wants to write it about a fig fed. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Zach Ryder's listening right now. Zach, if you are, woo, woo, woo. We'd love to hear about fig feds. Could you the, the epic crossover? Get back to the wrestling and the major wrestling podcast. I think I think every I think every wrestling podcast yes. run not you know not run by like uh, you know Eric Bischoff or Bruce Pritchard you yeah. know they all want that. But um, so uh, getting yeah just so let's look take a look at the email bag here. Our first email is from loyal listener Russell Bragg, and Russell writes: Get back to the wrestling two finishers. <clears throat> and Russell writes, hi, guys. Great episode as usual. Well, I'm glad that we've, we've hit a trend. <laughs> We're usual. We, we are trending worldwide right now. Oh, wait, that, that, that's WWE that does that. Uh, what an intriguing episode this was. I'm not sure I could narrow down a finishing move to just one or even rank them. It's probably lame. Nothing's lame in wrestling. But Hulk's leg drop was the first I saw and really thought it might be logical, considering the Hulkster's weight and maybe dazing his opponent enough to get the three count. Maybe that's just me. Uh, I of of all the explanations for the leg drop, that's the one that I've I've, yeah. I've ever heard that makes the most sense. Frankly, yep. yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you had a three hundred pound man dropping his leg across your face. That might knock you out, you know, kind of thing. And uh, yeah, 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 the the big well, that, to get you down. Yeah, yeah. Well, really, it's you know. It's it's kind of the same idea as with the Axe Bomber, right, in Japan, where it's – because Hogan was – I mean, he was so much bigger than all the guys he was fighting in Japan, you know? I mean, just – I mean, he was a – you know, that's the thing is that Hogan – Hulk Hogan – Hulk Hogan was a – you know, at, a, at his com- competing size was a giant. Yeah. He was a giant man. Yeah. And Vince put him up against guys bigger than him. Yeah. So you never – at least when I was a kid – I never quite understood just how big Hogan was because he was next to King Kong Bundy or Andre the Giant or the Earthquake, you know, and it's like, Jesus, you know, but you put him next to a normal human. Yeah. It's like, holy Jesus, yeah. a big dude. So I'm right on board. I'm on board with Russell there. So um, let's see. Russell continues. I always love Jake's DDT. No one put it on like him. Everyone else's is a poor imitation. Getting back to that episode, the only person I think – who ever did it as good as Jake Roberts was Raven, which which to me is, makes perfect sense. The two psychological guys like that, but other than that, I, I I don't think anybody holds a candle to Jake Roberts for the DDT. I think Raven's DDT though is is different though. The even flow when you, when you watch how he how he, he puts it. I mean Jake's, uh, I mean Raven's, it served a, served a, a purpose, a, a different kind of purpose in his matches. I think than than Jake's. Jake's was it because when when Jake Roberts you know first put the DDT in place in the late 70s early early 80s it was so sudden so like oh my god was it crazy Ravens had such at that point the DDT had been such a, a devastating move that most people could never perfect and like whatever but Ravens always looked really good but it had such meaning when he would hit you with the even flow DDT out of somewhere bam it was over I mean it was just was added, it was boom you know kind of thing and it, it was it was he was the only one ever to kind of get near that level of how much impact it could have on a match 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so like, yeah. You know, like a lot of guys throw power bombs, but only certain guys throw a fucking power bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So, but um, yeah. Ra- well, Ra- Ravens DDT. What was the one hit finish, right? Yes. I mean, no one kicked out of Ravens DDT except like Terry Funk, who kicked out of everything. I'm Terry Funk. I can't lose. Stay down, you old bastard. <laughs> so, stay down, you old fuck. That's stay down, you old fuck. That shit. <laughs> I, I watched that the other day, and then you, and then this, you, you see you see friends and they're, they're kicking them and they're like, stay down, you old fuck. You know. Kind of <laughs> Thank you, Shane. I love Shane. So, mm. in, in yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah, Shane. Yeah. Oh, Douglas is the same way. I mean, the belly to belly that that was a, that was a killer, right? You know. So yeah. Uh, but um, uh, Russell continues. The figure four. I think I saw Greg the Hammer and Tito Santana put it on in my early wrestling watching before I even heard of Ric Flair. His is good too. Now ha- Valentine, you know, blonde guy, you know, goes in long matches, falls on his face a lot. Yeah, it makes sense he's used to figure four, right? I, yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember Tito Santana, and I'm a big Tito Santana fan. I've, I remember him doing it sometimes, but never really as, like, a finisher. He right. always had kind of a, you know, he always had his, his flying forearm. Yeah, the, the flying burrito, yeah. The flying burrito, <laughs> yes. As, Will you stop? As, as, oh, I, actually, I, I just today, um, as I was um, doing stuff I had on, I popped on Royal Rumble 88 because, you know, why not? Right, yeah. which is the, when the Royal Rumble is in the middle of the card. It doesn't even like it's not even the main event. The main event's a tag team match between like the Islanders and yeah. uh, and, and and the, the young the the, uh, the young um, young, stallions, the young stallions. Young like, stallions. Stallions. It, it's 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 not even what do you call no, no the the um, yeah right was that is Roma and uh, and Powers. Yeah, it's right? the young stallions. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was that was that was that was the last match that was on. It was one. It was when it was before Andre. It's before, before WrestleMania four. When Andre and Hogan had the, the, the oh, this the one that was, was this the one that was on USA? No, well, uh, no, no. This was a oh no, it was on USA. Oh, I know. Yeah, it might have been uh, Duggan won. It's only twenty. Yeah, it was the one that was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nothing. I mean, the problem is like it's like the most lame Rumble ever. But I just <laughs> threw it on because I was like, oh, I'll just pop on, on you know a Rumble because I was doing where I was cooking a little bit and I was you know when I, when I was I was doing stuff and I was like, man, you know. Um, but uh uh um. Fuck, what was I even saying? I'm not even sure. We're talking. We're talking about. We're talking about Greg Valentine. Oh, so, um, the, and Tito Santana. Tito Santana. So, so Santana. You know, and of course Santana's part of Strike Force, right? And so Strike Force is in the match, and the Heart Foundation's in there, and they're wearing their. And this is when the Heart Foundation still heals. And man, if Jesse Ventura does not call him Chico Santana every yeah. single time, and the man is like, "Will you stop?" He's like, "Hey, hey." You know, Vince, I bought a lot of tacos from him when I was in San Diego, when I was in the, you know, the, 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 and, and it's just every chance. And I'm like, man, he hit the, he's like, oh, he hit with the flying burrito. He goes, that's not what it's called, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> so, um, but it's just so funny to think like something like that, like Tito Santana, we were, we were one decision away from having Tito Santana having Bret Hart's world title right. run. Title run, yeah. Instead of being Bret Hart, if they decided yep. to go with the you know the Mexican audience instead of the Canadian audience, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just yeah, saying. You never know. Yeah. To, and 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 uh, to loop it back around, yeah. What I discovered from listening to the major wrestling figure <laughs> podcast, I never knew that they may, Hasbro had an El Matador. Yes. Which it uses the original Jake the Snake body, so it's got the punch. Yes. The pullback punch, and they made not only El Matador. They made Ricky the Model Martel in the pink trunks. Yeah. 
with the he had the the smash one with the with the the twisty punch. Yeah, and again, so those are those those are now on the watch list. Right. So hero, you know, <laughs> scratch that itch. That yeah. becomes a yeah. problem. They are talking about figures, and I'm like. I don't have that. No, I don't have yeah. that one. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for the version 2 Big Boss Man because that's like the baby face Big Boss Man. And you guys know I love Ray Trailer. Yeah. love the Big Boss Man. Yeah. And I had one of like the only two I, the only two I had were Jake Roberts and the Big Boss Man. Yeah. You know, and, and I had the version 1, the heel Big Boss Man. So I got to get the baby face Big Boss Man, right? Yeah. This, this is what I mean. Yeah. You, Damn you, Zach and Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> this I, I love you. I'm jealous because I'm thinking about the ones I had, and I had so few of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, 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 didn't, had, we didn't have, have many. I had, our, I had our, Brutus. I had Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brutus I mean, the tells, fucking Barber Beefcake. Tells, tells you a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, then you might, like, you know, they were going to make a second version of Brutus oh Beefcake God, as, yes. the mega, as the Mega Maniacs yes. Brutus Beefcake. And it ended up not getting made, so it only exists as like a prototype now. And there's only one of them, and it's worth like ten thousand dollars. And it's like I'm listening to this, and and the girls are kind of listening, and I'm listening a little bit, and I and, and I lowered it because they were going falling asleep, and I'm like shaking my head. And I'm like, he's talking about two ups and things like that. I'm like, oh, God, I want a two up now of any of them. <laughs> like I just want a, a two up is is the, the the resin model they make, you know, it's twice the size for the for shoots and stuff there, Chris. And I'm like, I want, I want a two up of this. I want a two up of anybody. I don't even care who it is. Like, I'll take a two up of Smash. I don't care. Like, you know. Oh. Anyway, um, sorry. We're, 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 well, we're, this is this is why an email takes forever because we takes start forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Russell continues. Power bombs from Vader and Diesel slash Kevin Nash were awesome. I agree with that. Uh, on, I don't think. I don't think anyone will argue with either of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very different the, power bombs, though. Yes. Well, you know, we talk about the Kev, Kevin Nash is like Sid. He's just so high that when yeah. he drops you, you know. Yeah. Uh, best Kevin Nash power bomb ever. I don't think anyone will argue with me is when he jackknifed Bob Backlund. Yes. And won the world title in what twelve seconds? Yeah, something like that, right? It took longer and to get Bob, in the ring to get out. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and Backlund crawled all the way back, and Kevin Nash has always put over. He said that Bob Backlund did a you know did an amazing job of putting me over that he didn't have to do mm-hmm. uh, by selling that jackknife. So I'll always remember that. And of course, because Bob Backlund was a consummate professional, and he never gave up against uh, you know the Iron Sheik. Everybody knows that. Um, loved the Razor's Edge, Outsiders Edge. You know that, and and the thing about that I always thought was funny is that he all is that Scott Hall always had to put his arms out, whether he was the Diamond Stud, or Razor Ramon, or Scott Hall. He always put his arms out, no matter what. I never, I I don't know why, that 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 always amused me, but he always did it. And every now and again, he would try to do it way too close to the ropes and get back body dropped over the top rope. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, he's going over the top. There he goes. You know. <laughs> That's a good move too. You, the uh, actually, um, one other guy that that uses um, uses that is one of my favorites, who is uh, Michael Judas, aka the one man mafia Michael Adrian, who I used to watch on uh, NWA Anarchy out of Cornelia, Georgia, when I was living in Aiken. Used to get An- Anarchy doesn't exist anymore, but I used to get their local TV. And um, Adrian, you um, okay? Deep cut TNA fans may yes. remember him as Murphy. Yes. From TNA Murphy, the partner of Gunner. 
who Stan. was uh, Phil Shatter, who was yes. another NWA Anarchy guy. Murphy was the taller guy with black hair. Kimo was with him for a little while, but he didn't look like a regular security guard, so that didn't really stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kimo kind of stuck, <laughs> stuck out a yeah. little bit. Yeah. The most, the most well-known guy from NWA Anarchy is, I would imagine, Xavier Woods, who yes. was uh, Austin Creed before yes. he was Consequences Creed in DNA, and now, of course, Xavier Woods, one-third of the New Day. Um, but yes, I, I do. Lo- I love the the, uh, the the crucifix bomb or the you know razor's edge, whatever you want to call it. One of my one of my fantasy guys, one of my three guys wrestling federation creations has used that from day one as his finisher. Uh, so always a big fan. Uh, Russell continues. Stings Scorpion Deathlock slash Bret Hart's Sharpshooter was great. See, there are just too many to narrow down. Uh, yeah, I think we talked a bit about the Sharpshooter mm-hmm. and and the Scorpion Deathlock again. It's it's. It, it was always odd to me seeing Bret Hart using that as a finisher in WWF because a submission finisher that's not a sleeper always makes me think of the NWA. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it was because Roddy Piper used a sleeper and, you know, Brutus Beefcake used a sleeper. And didn't Adrian Adonis use that he like did. really early? He did. Yeah. So, you know, that that to me is always like, okay, that that that's the WWF one. But a leg lock, oh, no, no, that's NWA. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was always the was always the gimmick, right? You know, there's a reversal to this hole, but you have to watch the other channel. You know, watch kind of thing. <laughs> so, as an as an aside, I guess, and, and maybe I'm just late to the party, but at this point, I guess Ronda Rousey is now wearing Adrian Adonis's leather jacket. No, Roddy Piper's leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, Adrian Adonis gave Roddy Piper the leather jacket. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if it's the, oh. is that the same jacket is what I'm asking because oh, that was oh, that was how Roddy got be. it when. Well, I said I, I wouldn't think so, but, you know, Roddy was such a sentimental guy, it might have been. That, because okay. that was that whole bit when Adrian Adonis came back, and he was not the biker punk anymore. He was he was fabulous, Adrian, you know? Right. And he gave, on, the Piper's, on Piper's pit, he gave Piper his leather jacket, and Piper always wore that jacket. From what I understand is this. Rousey went to Piper's son um, after Piper passed away, and she was coming in, and she was, I want to wear the leather jacket. And... He said, yes, of course, he would be very honored to, you know, to honor his dad that way. So at least the original leather jacket she wore out to the ring um, at like the Royal Rumble and stuff of like that, at least from what I gather, that might have been the original leather jacket. Now it's not. Like, certainly no, they are I not wouldn't. going on the road with that kind of stuff. I, I wouldn't think. I'm, I'm just saying I, I wonder if, if she if, if that if she has possession of that or if that's with Piper's family. I, I mean, uh, please, please don't misunderstand me. I think that'd be really cool. Because obviously Roddy thought very highly of Ronda Rousey, oh, yeah. just as Adrian Adonis thought extremely highly of Roddy Piper. And, you know, at the time, I mean, that's the thing, guys, like, you know, my age really know Adrian, you know, Happy New Year, Roddy, you know, yeah. very the, the flamboyant <laughs> Adrian. But, yes, you know, but you go back. And, flamboyant Adrian Adonis. Oh, I, I love Adrian Adonis. I mean, it's like, you know what, dude, go with it, man. You know, that's your well, gimmick. You're going to make it work, right? The East West Connection. Adrian Adonis and Jesse Ventura, right? I mean, they were they were a, you know a, a tag team. You're like that was a tag team. You're like, yeah, and they weren't like everyone thinks of Jesse Ventura as being this flamboyant, like you know, kind of out there wearing all this crazy stuff. But like, no, next to Adonis. Yeah, but no. No, but no, but at the time, Adonis was a biker. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. And yeah, he, he had he had he, his hair was dyed black, wasn't yeah. it? And he wore yeah. the leather jacket and yeah. the, the leather pants and stuff. Yeah, that's what they were called, the East West Connection. They were they were they were like. The badasses, hey, you know, kind of thing, and it's just so funny to think like that. Jesse Ventura used to be the flamboyant one on that team. 
compared to Adrian Adonis, who, you know, let's be honest, a lot of people remember Adrian Adonis as being a a very large gentleman wearing very, very light pink tights, um, (laughs) you know, and Roddy Piper, uh, you know, putting him asleep and then, uh, you know, Bruce the fucking Barber Beefcake cutting his hair. Um, So, you know, at WrestleMania WrestleMania 3, right? So, um, oh my God, Adrian Adonis, a a talent, again, another talented guy that I think a lot of people overlook because of his run was just a little too early, you know, kind of thing. And and, um, I think we talked about that too with some of those guys who never held the world title. Like their run was just a little too early, a little too early. Or, you know, you're just, you're just two, you're two years too early to be part of that main run in WF and, you know, and then the NWA or whatever. They just were, they were great talents. It's just, you know, but what happens when once Vince got a hold of you, you became, the you know you became the cartoon version or the whatever version he was going to do of you yeah because no it's i mean you know hacksaw jim duggan if you watch mid-south old mid-south bill watts mid-south hacksaw jim duggan is not a joke he is certainly not the flag waving hacksaw jim duggan we got in wwf but let's be honest most people remember hacksaw jim duggan as the flag waving two by four karen guy from wwf and he made himself way more money doing that than he ever did yeah. as Jim Duggan, the guy with the black bandana on the glove who punched you in the face, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so. All right. Yeah. So, sorry. Russell, the Russell finishes out. <laughs> I can't, I can't even think of a lame move a wrestler used as a finish. Maybe you guys can. We did. Um, <laughs> we we, we did that. There, there are some lame ones out there. To me, the, if, if you, if you can sell it and your opponent can sell it, you can make it work. Just about anything work. Do you, you want them back? I have them right here. <laughs> the Sable, Sable Bomb, a.k.a. TKO yes. by Sable. Uh, big E's Big Ending. Um, the, the uh, what was it? Oh, The Worm by Sky Too Hotty was is, is funny. You know? um, I also had the Big Splash by Ultimate Warrior. He just hits you with the press slam, which is impressive, and then jumps on your back. And then rolls you over. So, right, because I've, he's got to get up and turn you over yes, to pin you. That's yes, a, that was the lame part of the thing. It wasn't the splash. That's what I, and, and, I, and if I recall, I said that's someone not paying attention to their edit in, in Fire Pro. Yes, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, because I have the book. I have our I go back get back to the wrestling like book that I use here, and I turn back to that. Tell me it's a WWE notebook. No, no, no. It's it's oh, it's that been so with like Roman all with like no, Roman Reigns on no, the front. I tried. Yeah, but, they didn't have any the other that day. It's like a moleskin notebook. Like it's like, I, I, I mean, I have an entire section right here just uh, to Mamie Toyota, um, just on all her finishes. Like I have an entire section just on that. You know, yeah. the ocean. little doodles with hearts in her name. Yeah. Japanese ocean cyclone suplex followed by the victory star drop. You know, I have all those things right here. Um, you got to yell it out in English really yeah, loud. <laughs> they also have the best tag. Victory star drop. Oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh, I, I watched one or two Michinoku Pro tapes back in the day. I'm not going to lie. Uh, actually, it's funny. I watched what he called today after I finished Royal Rumble 88 because I was like, oh, what could I watch next? Um, my Wrestle Kingdom 11. I know you're saying is Jay. Oh. Wrestle Kingdom 13 is happening. I know. Yeah. I know. But I just got the English uh, commentary for English Wrestle Kingdom 11. I watched that today. Um, could we get any more different than uh, Royal Rumble 88 and Wrestle Kingdom 11, I Kingdom guess? Kingdom 11, yeah. yeah. Um, Cody Rhodes versus C.J. Parker. What does he call himself? Juice Robinson. And I'm like, I know this guy. That's C.J. Parker. And they're like, 
He's <laughs> formerly known as CJ Parker. I'm like, oh my God, I know too much wrestling. So, <laughs> uh, fun uh, times. Anyway. Yeah, but, but Russell says, that's my two cents worth. Enjoying the podcast very much, and I thank you guys for keeping me entertained at work. Keep up the great work. Russell Bragg, Clarksburg, West Virginia, host of the DC Comics Present Show. Russell, thank you very much for your patronage and for your feedback. We, like I said you are a faithful listener, and we love every one of our listeners. So uh, I am glad, for one, that we, you find our show entertaining, and I uh, hope that you continue to be entertained by us talk. Uh, these three guys on the Internet talking about professional wrestling. It, it's, a, yep. it's a new concept. It's out there. It's daring. You know, but uh, hit, we're man. glad that you're enjoying it. Yeah. And, and it's amazing how we can turn an email about finishers into we've talked about everything. <laughs> yeah. So that is, I think, okay. you know, if, if, if nothing else, and I, and, and I know we got another email to get to, if nothing else, um, other, other podcasts, and they, they will do the ones where they're like, you know, hey, let's ask, you know, uh, Tony Schiavone, any question you want to ask him. And people always come up with these, like, you know, disgusting, dirty questions to ask him. And then someone will ask him a real question, you know, about actual wrestling, you know, kind of thing, or, you know, like Bischoff or whoever, whatever. Not we don't even need that. We just send it any email we want. We will we will turn it into what we need to turn it into. So, I think. see, I see, I, I love Eric Bischoff, but I, I can I can do his podcast. Just ask ask me a question about anything, and I can do Eric Bischoff. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so so, what do you think the the best uh, uh, you know uh, chicken in the world is? You know, kind of thing. Uh, I, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't recall. Uh, I wouldn't have been involved in that decision. Uh, you know, I, I was I was not on that side at that time, so I, I I don't recall. Or or his other answer is, um, well, you know, oh wait, yeah, I probably shouldn't. Okay, so um, okay, I probably shouldn't. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names, but okay, well, I can't. Okay, okay, well, you know what? We'll, well come back to that question. You got you got to well well. Yeah, well, it's amazing how he gets in his cell. He's like, I can't, I can't, and you can just see him leak, going through his head, going, Yeah, uh, can't say any of that, can't and, say any of that. And, yeah, don't, and please, please don't misunderstand. I love oh, Eric Bischoff. I love, I love the podcast. H- it's funny as hell. <laughs> I, I, I am, I am, I'm, I'm putting together an order for some wrestling shirts. I am seriously considering getting the I'm an Eric Bischoff guy yes. shirt. Yeah. Just to, just, just to, to, you know, because as I do like Eric Bischoff, yeah. but, uh, it's, just, um, it's just so funny though. Cause I, I listen to the same podcast, I think, uh, you know, the Bischoff one, but I also listen to Cornette and stuff like that. And Jim Cornette has no problem saying whatever the fuck he feels no, like saying no. about anybody. Corny don't. Yeah. Corny don't, Corny care, don't care. Right. <laughs> and it's just so funny cause I'll listen to a Cornette one and, you know, and then, then you listen to, what do you call it? Listen to Eric Bischoff when you're like, wow, they're talking about the same situation. And I know exactly what, what, Bischoff wants to say, but cannot say because he understands probably don't want to burn every one of those bridges. And Cornette's <laughs> like, fuck the bridges. I'll build new ones just to burn that shit down now, you know, kind of thing. So uh, uh, I, I loved them. Who were they with on t- uh, Table for Three on the WWE Network? Who was with them? Was oh, that JBL was um, with them? Oh, shit. Was it JBL? Oh, but no, it was Michael P.S. Hayes, Michael wasn't P. S. it? Michael P.S. Hayes, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, but because Cornette and Bischoff just talking, and they're like, "Why did we not like each other?" And and they and they 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 come to common ground over the course of the twenty five minute episode that yeah. they hate it through. So, oh, well, and and, and <laughs> it's a twenty five minute episode edited down from about two hours because right. um, Cornette yeah. talks about it on his podcast, and he's like, "It's amazing." He goes, "Why did we not like each other?" He goes, "I think yeah. that comes up in the thing," and I'm like, "Oh my god, they're yeah, right. They, they both hate Vince Russo." And it's yeah, okay they, they, because, you know, 
everybody. Yeah. Well, no, and it comes down to it was, well, I I had heard that you said this about me and I had heard that you'd said this about me. And it's like, no, it's like two, two, I mean, that's the thing, two creative, intelligent guys like that who yeah. tend to rub people the wrong way because they say things sometimes they shouldn't. Right. Big shock. Yeah, <laughs> shockingly, they didn't get, yeah. And then, and then you got, you know, Michael PSA's doot, 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 get it in there, boys. Doot, doot, doot. I got an ideal. Oh, no, that, that's, 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 that's the wrong guy. I got an yeah. ideal. <laughs> I'll beat everybody. Make me the champion. That's a uh, hardcore Holly. Sorry. <laughs> doot, doot, doot. Uh, it's, yeah. Again, there's Bruce Pritchard coming up, and he, another guy shockingly pisses people off yeah. by saying the wrong for Bruce Pritchard because he's the artful do, the artful Dodger. He kind of tries to get yeah. out of shit. So, anyway, all right. So all right. We have another well, we another have, message, right? Yeah. We have one more email from our our number one super fan, yes. Robert Ludwig, yeah. and uh, th- this may be the best or perhaps the most. I don't know, the most telling email subject line I've, I've seen for the show. Oh, Embarrassment at a wrestling event. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this can go in so many directions. Oh, my God. It's, it's, like the time at that one ROH show in Charlotte where not one but two guys, two gentlemen of rather large yes. carriage, <laughs> managed to break their folding chairs, not by standing on them, but by sitting on them. <laughs> oh. They had the audacity to sit on this. What is this made out of? Steel? You know? <laughs> Like it's um, constructed from solid metal to prevent fall apart. But yeah. uh, okay, Robert writes, "Howdy guys, not much to say now, but I was thinking back to the wrestling events I have gone to. I sent in information about the first one I went to with JYD and Hillbilly Jim, and that was that was where there was the no show, and JYD came out, and I, I remember that. That, that yes. sounded like a great show. Yeah." <laughs> It really did. Uh, I know the second one I went to was when Hulk Hogan came to Omaha, Nebraska for the first time. Talk about electricity in the air. It was pandemonium. They were hanging from the rafters, I'm sure. Uh, I can still tell you the six people who went to the show who drove, how drunk the driver was after the show, and where he parked when he brought my dad and I home. Oh, shit. Yeah, you go. Well, yeah, because because uh, as Robert says, this was the mid 1980s. So as a kid, I didn't even know the driver was drunk. <laughs> that was told to me years later when my dad and I were talking about it again. But I couldn't tell you any more of that card, at least not without looking it up on the internet. And for this for this email, that is not necessary. That that is that is crazy. <laughs> Although I can't imagine in the mid 80s, Hulk Hogan coming to your hometown would have been like. Just oh, crazy man. go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since in the 80s they ran they would run the two shows. You you had the Hogan, you had the Hogan run and you had the whoever the tag champions run and you wanted to be on the Hogan run cuz your money was always better. But like if Hogan was coming, that was a thing. Like if Hogan was coming to Omaha, Nebraska or home, or Hogan was coming to, you know, whoever, it doesn't matter what city it was, you guaranteed that show. It didn't matter if it's Sunday afternoon, you were selling that show out. So it's hard to yeah. believe. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that, that's the thing that even now, you know, you look at, because here in Greenville, we do get, they, they come through uh, on the Greenville loop um, between like, they'll come to like here and they'll go to, like, if they're coming from Atlanta or coming from Charlotte, 
they'll do a show in Greenville either. Like we've, they've got a, a house show coming up, but like they, they do Raw and SmackDown, not, not irregularly from Greenville. And yeah, it's like, you know, you depend, I mean, who's, who's on the card when, when, when the main event on the one card was, you know, Randy Orton versus a dashing Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. That, that I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That was not nearly as full a house as when the main event was Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Oh yeah. Well, you know, yeah. and, and the, yeah. And, you know, so it's like that, that. It's still true. You want to be on the loop. That's going to make you money. I mean, for the guys now, it's not not quite the same. You yeah, know, no, yeah, but still, same idea. Yeah. 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 But uh, Robert continues. What is necessary is for the third show I went to. My dad decided that we should bring my mom and sisters to the show. Oh boy. Nice. Oh yeah. That never ends well. So. <laughs> and you know the the mom needs a shirt. I just hope both wrestlers don't get hurt. You know, that's yeah. all I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that shirt during the bowl season, the football bowl games. That I just hope both teams have fun. It's like, oh, t- I told my wife, they made a shirt for you. Look at that. So. <laughs> yeah, at least all your teams actually got to finish their bowl games. <laughs> my uh, my alma mater's got rained out. Yeah. <laughs> and you, the best part about that is it was it's serve pro. Right. Yeah. It. yeah. Like it never even happened is their tagline. That's right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh my God! Well, this, we talked about Serve Pro when the vault when Serve Pro shows up, they clean some shit up, they man. Do. They they clean that game right out of town. Right. <laughs> you know what? If if I didn't know better, I would say that that was all a work. Um, to, for for Serve Pro going, look, we're gonna pay everyone all the millions of dollars anyway. Let's just have this thing go like this, you know, where it's like, look, we cleaned up this thing right out of here, you know. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's that that is that is the that is the wrestling fan the the near almost 40 years of watching wrestling that I've watched in my life, right? (laughs) In me saying, uh, this is a work. Like, I mean, it's a really good work. I mean, it's like Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler level, but that's a fucking work to me. You know, I'm just saying the ultimate work. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, we manipulated the weather. We're holding this technology just for this. What? Uh, but you know, as well as I do, that's probably the first place they tried to do it though. It wouldn't be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going to have this happen where we're going to do it. No, we totally try to work this. And, like, I mean, if there's money to be made, you know, I'm just saying, just saying. There's always more money in a flop than a success. You know, the producers taught me nothing else. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> anyway. Oh, so, back to the email. Yeah. We got oh, yeah. Back, back to Robert's email. Right. Um, uh, let's get it. My mom and sisters to the show. Hulk Hogan. Oh, you, Hulk Hogan, was coming back. And I was excited to see him again. The only other person on the on the card I remember was George the Animal Steel, nice. who was a longtime favorite of mine as a kid. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> I'm gonna throw you right through that Saturday Night's main event. <laughs> this was with the green tongue, and he had turned face at some point. For some reason, my mom really liked him. So when he came out for his match, she was up screaming and hollering. Talk about embarrassing to a 12 to 14-year-old boy, again, not sure the year without looking it up, to have a 40-ish woman screaming so loud for George Steele. All the ladies scream for George Steele. He's the animal. You know? At least she's in the arms of someone who cares for her. (laughs) (laughs) He's kidnapping her, man! (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. Oh, oh I 
Again, talk about angles that would not fly now. Yeah, that right, flew in right, the yeah. right there. Oh my God. Robert continues. I wanted to dig a hole and crawl up in it because I thought she was the loudest out of everyone in the civic auditorium. I am sure she wasn't, but time sure puts a perspective on things. If I remember right, she screamed louder for Georgie Animal Steel than she did for Hulk Hogan. Again, when he came out, it was electric, although not as much as the first time he was there. So, do any of you have any embarrassing moments at a wrestling event, and what were they? Uh, just to finish up, he says, until the Black Scorpion gets all of you, stay safe and stay over. Robert Ludwig, Nevada, Iowa. I, I am seriously concerned for my own personal safety right now. Yeah. Because the Black Scorpion is hiding in the shadows, yeah. waiting to strike at any moment. Yeah, oh, Jesus. No, no one knows what, what strange and mysterious powers he he possesses. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he'll try to do the magic stuff again. He'll try to do whatever, and he'll be like, Sting! I'm coming for you! Like, oh, fuck! You know, like <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. So, embarrassing moments mm. at a wrestling event. Well, okay. So, let's think for a minute, Luke. Because remember when we went to uh, Mayapak High School there? Um, for the yes. yes, and um, I don't know if they're embarrassing. I mean, like uh, we have funny, ridiculous, yeah, there crazy, some ridiculous, yeah. like including Bob, who was wearing a Hawaiian shirt that had pineapples on it, and one of the managers, his gimmick was he carried a pineapple, yeah, and he threw it at the babyface mist. It hit the guardrail and sh- and exploded all over Bob. Yes, wearing a pineapple shirt got hit with. Pineapple. Yeah. The irony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we took some of that pineapple home, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, it was delicious. Yeah. Uh, but we took the, like, the thing. We were, like, we were taking these home as souvenirs. Um, okay. So I have one. And Kelly was there with me. Uh, I don't think you were there. We were, we were in Danbury. And it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of like an ECW reunion show that kind of fell apart. Um, and it <laughs> became just a local. Missy Hyatt was there. And she was either drunk or high or both. And then proceeded to count. That reads. She, she that reads. Yeah. Yeah. She proceeded <laughs> to count her boobs, um, over and over, going one, two, one, two, one, two, and we didn't know what to make of it <laughs> at first. And a, like we were kind of staring, and Kelly's like, "Is she counting her boobs?" And I'm like, "Yes." And I go, "What? It, like she was fucked up." Um, you know, kind of thing. Um, the Sandman's coming through the crowd doing the beers, and he's like trying to he's pouring, you know, pour a beer down his throat. And some kid's like, "Give me one." He goes, "You're like eight And he wouldn't pour it down the kids. And he's like, "I'm 20 And I'm like, "I think that guy's not twenty, but like he wouldn't pour the beard. And then he poured the beer down on like another kid's throat, and like it was just I was weird. I'm like, it was just it was embarrassing. I think not so much embarrassing that um, like like oh my god, like my mom was yelling or something like that. But it was like that that. She really counted her boobs. Um, that's the show I went home with a piece of the table. Um, they broke a table right in front of us, and I took a piece of the table, and they're like, you can't take it. But the problem is I took a piece of the table. It was small. Another guy tried to take a piece of the table that was like a quarter of the table, um, and they, they made him put it back. Um, he's like, no, I'm taking it home. And I was like, so I don't know. We have a, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, Sally Graziano, um, you know, all 900 pounds of him. Uh, was standing in front of us at an ECW show, and H- Kelly got in a chair and said, "Get out of the way, you fat fuck!" Um, and which he stood in front of her, so she got on the chair and said, "I can see over you, you fat fuck!" And <laughs> she stood on her chair, and the rest of us could not see shit because none of us were standing on our chair because Atlas Security was coming over, and they yelled at us, and I wasn't fucked with those guys. 
Um, no, I, you, don't, you don't mess with that one. I, no. I wanted to survive the night. Um, <laughs> so we didn't see the match because we saw Sally Graziano's giant back. Um, He's a gigantic man. Yeah, he is. There, there's no yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, you yeah. know. Danny Dorn got hit in the stomach and, and then proceeded oh. to vomit over and over and over. Remember? <laughs> and Roadkill's like, Danny, you okay? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. He just kept puking, remember? He kept puking and puking and puking. Yeah, well, he came out there. He he looked he looked like, you know, pale like as a ghost anyway. Yeah. He looked like shit. Yeah. That was, that I, was I remember at, um, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he, he obviously had the flu or something. He, yeah. he was just not he was puking. Not in shape. He was puking yeah. a lot. So, yeah. Um, trying to think of, like, other embarrassing stuff. We, nothing that we would have. I mean, I remember uh, when, well, I, no, I remember I remember when this guy we, started smoking we, pot, and the Marine oh, yeah. turned him and said, put that fucking shit out. And the guy said, fuck you, and then well, that, beat yeah. the fuck out of him. And, the and that was embarrassing. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, the match <laughs> stopped. We're in Poughkeepsie, yeah. and it's up in the crowd. And, and the match in the rings, everyone stops. And this Marine is just pounding the fuck out of this fucking stoner into his seat. Just bloody the shit out of him. And then th- we threw him out. Not the Marine, yeah. the guy. So uh, <laughs> He was smoking pot in the Civic Center. He can't do that. Dumb. Or how about, what do you call? How about when, um, when New Breed Wrestling was sitting in front of us um, and uh, the fucking guy reaches over and grabs Francine's ass. How oh, yeah. stupid are you? Shane Douglas punched this man square in the face. They beat the fuck at him. Atlas Security comes over. They beat the living shit out of this guy, who's a wrestler for New Breed Wrestling out of Albany, New York, because they're stupid enough to come down here and do this shit. They drag <laughs> this fucking asshole out. His girlfriend, who's his manager and whatever, she's screaming. They drag her stupid ass out. Kelly goes, fuck it. We got front row seats. Kelly climbs over our second row seats into the front row. We had fucking front row seats. Sabu came through a table right in front of us. It was awesome. Like, but uh, like, I mean, it's not. I don't know. I don't. I don't have embarrassing like that. Yeah. Sorry. What was no, I, got, was... I only have one. I okay, only have one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, I can't remember if it was at a taping of Raw or SmackDown. Um. No, it must have been a house show, but uh, we had promenade tickets for the the TD Garden. So the promenade is the absolute uppermost level. It's like the cheapest ticket. It's twenty bucks. It's just a a ring of single fold-out seats that go all the way around the arena and uh we get there with our tickets and they're like um yeah we're upgrading your tickets i'm like okay they upgraded everybody's tickets because the show is nowhere near (laughs) so so they had to try to cram everybody onto like the the uh the lower level i was like ooh, that's not good yeah it's embarrassing for you, WWE. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if you're a local indie show, you know, kind of thing, like, you know, like, like, like I mean, I'm not talking like an outlaw mud show. Like, I'm talking like an indie thing. All right. Maybe you didn't, you know, whatever. You're trying to make it look better. But WWE, I mean, you know, you're coming to town, dude. That's That thing's been promoted. That thing's been pushed. That thing, you know. Yeah. You're giving away tickets on the radio, yeah. all that. That's yeah. about the most, the, the, I don't know if it was embarrassing for me, but it was pretty, it was pretty embarrassing for the person doing it. Um, I was at a Ring of Honor TV taping in air quotes up to the mic, Atlanta, <laughs> you know, Reed, Duluth, Georgia, yeah. uh, a couple of exits up 85 there, guys. But anyway, at least now they don't say Charlotte when they're in Concord. They just say Concord. It's right. like, it's, you're not, that's not Charlotte. But anyway, 
not even Mecklenburg County, but the um, I don't think it's Mecklenburg <laughs> County, but anyway, uh, that go, look for Luke's Carolina's Cartography uh, podcast coming soon. <laughs> so there's a guy at the Ring of Honor taping. Oh my god! He is in head to toe John Cena gear, and he just he, he he is chanting WWE stuff all night long, and it's like, okay, this guy is either a troll. Or maybe he's mentally challenged. <laughs> and we don't it's mean like, that in a mean way, but it's true. I don't mean that. I mean, if, if he's if he's a you know a troll, if, he, if, thing, he's, but, you know. if he's a troll, that's one thing. And the other thing, it's like okay, that that's you know that that's okay, you know. But if this guy is trolling at a Ring of Honor show in Georgia, yeah, there was no signs that said no concealed weapons when we walked in. Yeah, there was oh, no security or any of that shit. Behind me are two two good old boys. Wearing head-to-toe camo. Their shirts are the Camouflage Briscoe Brothers shirt. They could be cosplaying as the Briscoes from their hairstyle <laughs> and dental work. It's like, boy, that, that, boy, that P.O. shit better shut up, man. I'll tell you what. Oh, it's wow. like, yeah, some shit's going to go down here. And uh, they waited all night for the Briscoes, and the Briscoes showed up, and they were happy as clams. But a uh, great show all around. Yeah. But, yes, that, that dude yelling... Yeah, woo, 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 and, you know, let's go see it on all sorts of stuff. I was like, seriously? Seriously, dude? I mean, the thing I mean, is... At least you didn't break a like, beach ball or something, yeah, you know? But yeah. I think at, at ROH shows, you do, you'll, you'll get guys who think they're being really funny. Because, again, you know, I mean, it's all the it's all the smarks and all the indies and all that other stuff. Like, the guys are like, they're like well, I'm going to be ironic. I mean, I've been at ROH shows, and guys will have on Monday Night Raw shirts. Like, like clearly, like, it's a throwback Monday Night Raw shirt. They're doing it because they want to get heat. You know, but they're, they're yeah. they know they're doing that. Um, you know, it's not like the fucking moron who decided to wear a Boston Red Sox hat in the front row when Homicide came out. You fucking oh, no. moron! Homicide <sighs> took the guy's hat. He said, "Fuck you!" And the guy goes, "Come back, my fucking!" He goes, "Fuck you! I'll fucking kill you right here!" Wish I was kidding. Um, no. <laughs> took the guy's hat, passed it around, and everyone spitting it. And then Homicide put it back on his head. Um, so. But I think you're asking for trouble when you're in the at the New Yorker Hotel in New York City wearing a Boston Red Sox hat and Homicide comes out and you say, fuck you, Homicide. That's probably not the best idea, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't have to I don't have to be a New Yorker to know that might not be the best idea, um, yeah. especially since Homicide is not exactly a people person all the time. <laughs> um, I love it. I love side. He's he's he's. I tell you right now, for a little tiny little sawed-off guy that you would totally walk by on the street, um, because he looks just like a million other people in New York City, right? He he's really good in the ring and whatever, and 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 you know, like yo yo Kachima, you know, kind of thing. Like he's just you have to kind of know your side stuff, but it, like when he did that, I was like, uh, probably not the best <laughs> idea in the world. Uh, and that and that was the night that we saw Smojo and um, Kenta Kabashi try to yeah. actually obliterate each other's chest with chops. Um, you know, uh. See, my favorite homicide story was at ROH's first show in Charlotte, where he's in a four corners match, I think, or a tag match. Oh, it must have been a four corners match. And he's out of the ring, and somebody yells, Hey, homicide, where's Hernandez? And he looks and he goes, Don't even fucking ask. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know what? <laughs> at that point, that was when they were both at LAX, and yes. he got. Yeah. Fired, <laughs> and Hernandez was still working for him for TNA. Yeah. Well, the funny because you can see he like stopped and and thought about it for a second. Yeah. Thought yeah. about answering. 
Yeah, I mean, Hernandez. I, 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 yeah, I, mean, I love hot stuff Hernandez. Hernandez you know. and, and Homicide together are outstanding. That's one of Haley's. Haley. That's that's one of Kelly's favorite tag teams of all times. She loves Hernandez. Um, he was he was nice enough to open the door for her, to let her go pee. Uh, yeah. And and they were gonna yell it. They were gonna like, well, you can open that door. He's like, what's the problem? And they're like, oh no, no, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. It's an R H show. <laughs> yeah, we're, like he's like, that, he goes, this young lady had to go to the bathroom. You know, kind of thing. I'm opening the door for her. They're like, "Oh, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool." You know, kind of thing. Um, Please don't border toss me onto the concrete. Oh my god! It's, or, or, or it's like when I'm standing at the table wearing a, a Brent Albright. Yeah, this is how good this is. I'm wearing a Brent Albright shirt, buying merchandise from Brent Albright at the ROH table because he's watching it after his match. And I'm like, Brent, that was a great match, man. And, you know, he's like, "Thanks, man." You know, kind of thing. And like, people just walk up to. He just watched this man wrestle. I'm wearing his shirt, and I'm like. Brett, I just want to say, man, I, your work with CM Punk in OVW and all that stuff, I said, outstanding stuff. I just wanted to, you know, I said, I don't know if I've ever had a chance to talk to you again. And, you know, and, and again, I don't feel, I mean, again, he's working the table, you know, kind of thing. Like, he's doing a job, you know, kind of thing. I mean, I've, I've met many wrestlers that way. Jake Manning comes to mind. I've, I've, I've spoken to Jake Manning. Jake Manning has called my house. The man scout <laughs> called here because I put an order in, and he goes, uh, hey, this is Jake from High School. I'm like, hey, man scout Jake Manning. He goes, shit. I go, what's the problem, Jake? He goes, um, so, yeah, we don't have that CM Punk hat you just ordered. He goes, we have the other one. I go, that's cool. You can switch them out. He goes, all right, you sure? I'm like, Jake, uh, totally cool. He goes, all right, I'll pack it right now. Jake Manning packed my box on the phone with me and mailed it to me. So, well, that, well, that's just like, you know, all the ECW oh shirts God. we ordered back in the day were all packed by Bubba Ray Dudley or, or Tommy Dreamer, right? We called so. them to order them, and we spoke on the phone. It's, is, this Tommy, is this Tommy Dreamer? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's what it is, man. You know, he, he, I mean, I mean, I mean, when Reed Flair was alive, I, I, I was, we, we talked to Reed Flair for like half hour, forty five minutes. People didn't even know who he was, you yeah. know, kind of thing. And I was like, oh, what's going on? How's it going, Reed? And we're talking about. I was, and we did Tommy didn't know he had all the problems with the drugs and stuff, um, you know, kind of thing. We were like, he's like, oh, it's good. And I mean, he, he I mean, we have autograph. I mean, we have autographs and stuff. And he was talking with Kelly, and I was like, oh, it's like his. Uh, I said, I know people are going crazy for your dad, huh? Like, it's kind of nuts, right? He goes, dude, you don't even know the half of it. I was like, I can only imagine. He goes, dude, we barely got in the parking lot. People were trying to try to turn the car over. They were trying to get at him. I'm like, because Ric Flair was there for an autograph signing. It's a it's a two-hour autograph signing. They went six hours. I was like, Ugh. Jesus Christ. He goes, he goes, he's never making it to the arena. He's ne- They had him just in a room, and it couldn't get the, – the, 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 people are paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for stuff with Ric Flair. And I'm like, he goes, it's insane. He goes, it just never – he goes, it never stops. And I'm like – I can only imagine, you know, kind of thing. And it was just was funny. We were talking about, you know, Charlotte at the time, who was like, yeah, my sister's trying to get into all this stuff. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if she wants to do this before she was, I'm a, you know, just sitting, shooting the shit with Flair, you know, kind of thing. Um, that's the one we did oh. with Kevin Sullivan, too. That was a fun <laughs> conversation because it's like he sounds like every other Bostonian person, you know, matched the accent and stuff. And you're like, yeah. this man is the devil. And, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> He's like, yeah. So, yeah, you know, sounds, like, gonna... sounds like everyone you ever met from Boston, except he really hates Hulk Hogan. Oh and he'll God, tell yeah. you. About it. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. yeah. But so that, that's that is the that that's all the feedback we got. Uh, as I said, if you want to get in touch with us, get back to the wrestling 
at yahoo.com. You can uh, check us, like our page on Facebook. Uh, just search for the group Get Back to the Wrestling. You can follow us on Twitter at GBTTW Podcast. Uh, please uh, check it out, get in touch. We'd love to hear from all of you. Uh, you guys are the N1C Mafia, and we the show would not exist without our N1C Mafia. So please uh, get out there. Please use hashtag, hashtag get back to the wrestling, hashtag N1C, hashtag N1C Mafia, and uh, keep spreading the love for get back to the wrestling. Yeah. And I tell you guys, you know, and, and Luke's right. I mean, uh, I know some of us, um, excuse me, you know, I mean, guys will share stuff to the page every once in a while, you know, like silly stuff and stuff like that. We love that stuff too. Um, you know, uh, and, and, and you'll see often, uh, sometimes I'll forget to share it to the actual, uh, get back to the wrestling page, but on Twitter, uh, I've gotten to the point now where I remember to tag, not just tag Luke, but actually tag the podcast too. And I'm like, well, oh, this is important. <laughs> um, uh, some of you might notice, um, some strong style stuff. Uh, some of my, some of my friends, um, you know, that Luke and I are, you know, guys we're friends with, you know, from, uh, from the Phil Singer games days and obviously from the go fight pal guys, you know, kinds like that. That you'll, I'll put something up and it'll be like, um, ouch, you know, like, or like Road Warrior Animal yeah. <laughs> punching someone in the face, or it'll be like, uh, what was the other day? It was oh, the Kawada. And he just gives this guy this, like, a brain buster. And you're like, okay, that guy's dead. Like, that guy, yeah. like, you know, there's no way you survive that, you know, kind of thing. And, um, just fun stuff like that, too. And, you know, because again, wrestling touches on so many different things. And, um, you know, we love hearing from you too. And that, that's, that's the big thing. And I know we've kind of talked about figures and things like that. Hey, if you want to write in about that too, we'd love to hear that, you know, kind of thing. If you were like, Oh my God, I know you guys are talking about figure feds. I remember the old LJN giant rubber wrestlers. Or I remember the, I would love for someone to be like, I had, uh, you know, the, the midnight rockers. I had Mario Gennetti and Shawn Michaels, and I would like to donate them to you because you don't need because <laughs> oh, I don't have yeah I don't have seven hundred dollars so that's what I'm saying or or Doug Summers and um and Playboy Buddy Rose you know kind of thing if 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 anyone knows if you don't know the, what I'm talking about the Remco AWA wrestling figures I mean the most common ones of course are the the Road Warriors uh, the Road Warriors were a lot of people had those because they were fucking cool but um when you go back and look at those I've now amassed almost a complete collection of them but I don't have any of the super hard to find rare ones because, you know, I mean, just let's be honest, just the chain off of uh, um, the barbarian there, whatever that thing goes for like a hundred bucks, you know, kind of thing. So um, we love to hear that stuff too. So, but uh, you know, um, but thank you guys for writing in. Thank you. Uh, you know, the, uh, again, we can turn, we, 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 we definitely will, will go off into what, what we're, you know, going into there, but you know, it's sometimes things you, you, you spur memories and, you know, things we're talking about and they just start building on each other. And, and the great part is, is that, um, you know, as much as, uh, whatever might be going on in your life, there are, you know, you can, if you remember stuff that was important to you or you, you know, things like from your childhood, like, Oh man, I remember going and seeing Hulk Hogan and, and, you know, Robert might not, not have been super happy that his mom was, you know, super, you know, popping for, uh, you know, George animal steel, but it could have been way worse. It could have been fucking Lanny Poffo. So, um, uh, <laughs> just saying, that man is very pretty, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine that? Did anyone pop for Lanny Poffo? No. Okay. I guarantee you there are people that pop yeah. for Lanny Poffo. Yeah, well, but th- it doesn't matter if it's himself, um, you know. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so, um, I think we're, you know, this is, you know, pretty good here, guys. Again, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, so, you know, as we say right here, guys. Uh, you know, um, thank you for all your participation. We'd love to hear from you guys. 
then until next time, we'll see you at the matches. Are you going to take care of Ron Killens? What kind of disgusting, despicable lack of respect does that Billy What's-His-Name show booking a match for the total package Lex Luger and Super Brawl? Super Saturday? What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know. I'm one of the biggest legends stars ever in this. God. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me against Ryan Killings. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. Will you stop?